Welcome to Chats Over Wine, where the chats are flowing and the wine is on point. Your hosts are Bella, Kat and Mel. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome. Welcome. So ladies, um, should we get into how our week went? Yeah, definitely. Um, Who's going to start? You, me or Mel? can start <laughs> well this week's been um a, a fun <laughs> interesting week realizing how great kids are yay uh, so to start off with uh, my oldest is in school and has been having some very poor behavioral issues at school and a pediatrician or gp or melatonin had been recommended so i went and saw my gp got some melatonin drops to see how, if this is going to change yesterday last night was day one of trying it and today's behavior was incredible he had a really good day so starting off with a good start um but while trying to get said melatonin drops waited an hour to see the doctor with two kids under five with crazy crazy hyperactive moods which isn't great while you're sitting there waiting um to get in get it all done then go to the chemist and try and get those script and waiting for the script to be filled out my three-year-old daughter decided to tell a woman that was sitting behind her while i was distracted that um she was big it's fucking fantastic how brutally honest kids can be uh, by that stage i was always already quite <laughs> quite fuming smoke coming out of my ears kind of fuming and I think the lady noticed because she had tried to have a go at my kid by saying you shouldn't say that and I was like she's a child she'll say anything (laughs) and she walked off and apologized and never spoke to me after that even though she was waiting for her scripts so yeah it was was great great day fucking fantastic I love that about kids, though. Like, you have to expect it. All kids are honest. They can be. They are. They're they're extremely honest. And, um... Kat, keep your mic there. That's perfect. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't move it. (laughs) (laughs) Fidgeting habit. I tend to move it quite a lot. Especially through work, because I use it for work, so right now perfect audio when you do that <laughs> awesome <laughs> i was i was going to text you a final way and i'm like you know what this this is a really real a very raw podcast and if people haven't people that have been listening to us they know they're not sometimes getting the best quality but we're working on it we really are and it's just trial and error with us so bear with us and where we are we're changing constantly we're changing um platforms that we're trying to um you know see how our audio goes see how the editing goes so anybody that is working with us or staying with us we thank you we really do appreciate it so but um on that note yeah i completely understand kat what you're saying about um children saying i 
dare I say, inappropriate things at the wrong time. Um, I feel that's just that's just what they do. You can't. They just point out the obvious and they state the obvious. And if they are so used to seeing smaller people around them, got when Zaria's Zar, yeah Zaria's saying that she's big, she could be talking about height because let's be honest, we're all five foot nothing. Or mm. if they're saying she's big because she's a bit, you know, on the larger side, it's, yeah, it, it's just them them pointing out, you know. Yes, yes, yes. So it's them just pointing out what they see is not normal. For, for yeah. them, for, for them. them. Yeah, it's yeah. not what they yeah. see normally, so it's they're noticing something different and they've got to state it. Yeah. So especially Absolutely. her, it happens her all the time. favorite word is to say truck, but instead of truck, eh, she says fuck. And mm-hmm. she's said it to me quite a few times and I just haven't realized what she was saying. And she said it in the car and me, hubby had just like turned around going, say what now? <laughs> then realized there was a truck going past and that's what she was talking about. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> It is, it is. I've had many, many, many moments, many times when they um, have said things that I just wanted to, I wanted the ground to swallow me up and spit mm. me out. <laughs> so, yes. yes, I completely feel your pain there. Yes. So, definitely. Bella, your week. Uh, my week's been uneventful. Um, just uni, pretty much. Uh, uni and work. Um, yeah, I have nothing to report. Just reading uni and work, just getting on with life, pretty much. Excellent, that sounds oh, good. But I can tell you guys that I'm going to get my car serviced over the weekend. I'm getting a new tattoo this weekend, and yeah, I'm doing uni, doing more studying. I'm a bit boring, okay? Sorry. Yeah, we all are at one point. <laughs> at one point we are, yes, yes. I feel like my life is extremely chaotic right now and I'm moody and I'm cranky and it's there's so much stuff happening. Work is just driving me bonkers and I didn't finish work till turns out 11 o'clock last night. Um, and I, I'm just tired. I'm actually tired. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and home, I, I swear to God, every single one of my ch- children have some issue and it's actually really stressful. So yeah, right now, right now life is a little bit hard and a little bit, it's just a little Crazy bit and full on. I just, yeah, I just want to get in the car with my clothes and my dog and maybe my husband, just depending on the hour, and just drive, <laughs> just drive. <laughs> Yeah, always uh, my dog, my husband, depending. But yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Just be like, oh, f- I just want to go. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> well, that's what I want to do. I'll be doing that soon in sixty-six days, twenty hours, forty-two minutes, and fifty-five seconds. You're gonna be with kids, cat. Yeah, but there's kids. a kids club which I can dump them in for quite a few hours. <laughs> Definitely not counting there, down there, are we? No, I'm not counting. I got an app to do it for me. 
<laughs> Definitely not keeping track at all. Mm-mm. No, Absolutely never. Not. Never. It's been a while since I've been on vacation, and this is like the one vacation where we're not lugging around cu- like luggage and kids have got an area where they can go to, parents have an area where we can go to, and accommodations paid for, foods paid for. It's fucking fantastic. And you get to visit multiple places at the one time. So I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Can't fucking wait. Yeah, that actually sounds so good. I've been really wanting to go on the cruise. I've been thinking about for my 21st. That's something that I'm looking at doing. Very worth doing. Definitely worth doing. It is. I've been on a cruise before. I had so much fun. Only, only tip would be... Don't don't go drinking the night before and watch a Cowboys Broncos game and dance in the middle of the Caxton in a circle with everybody there around you, and that... then wake up the next day to go on the cruise. It, it just <laughs> it just don't feel so great. <laughs> Seasickness plus hangover probably not great either. Yeah, but I did meet Fatty Borton and um, he really knew who I was. Mm. Well, he didn't at first, but he did when I finished. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad our minds went to the same place. <laughs> and the only reason why I even know of him, because I don't follow football at all, is because at the footy show and my husband, I'm like, oh, my God, that's that guy. And he's like, yeah. And I've gone, I, by the way, had a little bit too much to drink. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go up and say hello to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave him a big hug. Oh my god, bro, I watch you on TV, dude. I don't even remember what I said. I go to Dad, get a photo of me. <laughs> Dad's like, I want to get the photo of me with this person, not the other way around, but okay. I was like, I'm the one that watches footy. You don't. Why do you want a photo? <laughs> yeah. By the way, I, I actually was... watch footy. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually really generous. He, he's like there. Big old Remy, big smiles. <laughs> at least he was decent. He was decent enough yes. to have a photo with you because some of them can get quite obnoxious to not do it. I don't think I would have taken no for an answer either. Neither. No, that that wouldn't surprise yeah. me. <laughs> so, what's caught yes. everyone's eye for this week's topic? Well, Kat, you tell us what caught your eye. You're living in a very interesting place up there right now. Yeah, so this is probably going to cop a bit of heat with my opinion that I have. So there, about an hour or so drive from me is a little place called Mariba. Um, and it's just had a couple of days ago a little incident, not really a little, but a big incident that's happened a guy had held a woman hostage, wouldn't let her leave, kept her there for four hours. Um, and then as he was trying to get out, he went at the cops with a knife. So any standard police officer, if they feel threatened, they are allowed to use any force necessary. And that is a standard procedure. Um, unfortunately, in this case, because they he went at them with a knife, they did shoot him and he, however, did not survive. They tried to do CPR and all the above to try and keep him around, but he died on scene. Um, to put a big bit of backstory on this, he was, I believe, of uh, Aboriginal 
percent. Um, so now there's been a rally that's been started in Mariba, which has caused more issues and only, I think it was yesterday, they had to escort the lady who was held hostage by this person out of Mariba because of the rally. And they are starting to send out death threats and everything else because uh, they don't think that what the police did was right and they shouldn't have killed him. Now, my opinion on this, and I'm just going to say this out loud, this is my opinion, not anyone else's. But if you're going to come at the coppers with a knife as if you're charging at them, fucking expect to be shot. The fact that you held up someone hostage, the fact that you came at the police with a knife, it's just, you're, you're expecting this shit to happen. Like, you can't get away with it. I'm sorry to the families that this has happened to, but how about the woman that held hostage it was a dv case in the first place the cops came up um, were called to a domestic dispute and it just shit went south but you can't not expect the outcome that happened with the shit that you started in the first place like the it's just it's just what happened so that's my opinion but yeah What's your legal opinion, Bella? Legally, um, if you feel threatened or if someone's coming at you with a knife or with any type of weapon, it is, it's known that police shoot first because they're trying to protect themselves, like you're threatening them. I think, unfortunately, there's no black and white. There are a lot of grey areas. This guy was holding a lady hostage, and are they like? And no one's outraged that this guy was holding this woman hostage. Nope. They're actually making threats against this lady, and she got escorted out of Mariba. What's actually really disappointing here is we've just completely missed. A really important topic and that really is domestic violence yeah so they were called to that house so he was obviously known to the police yeah he was a known um, offender shall we say of domestic violence so the fact that his family his friends even his community are pretty much condoning the violence that he actually um, bestowed upon somebody else mm. that 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 it to me that is the that is the cause of the issue here um he felt he was in his right and in his power to take harm to somebody else violently yep. verbally physically mentally it's unacceptable so our world today, especially here in Australia, it's probably all around the Western world, domestic violence is such an issue. We've got women and men, so not just women, there are men out there as well that are dying at the hands of their partners or ex-partners because their ex-partners feel, or their partners or ex-partners feel they have the right to control, belittle and and possess somebody whether it's mentally or physically it's 
not acceptable and it's not right. We are actually, the pan, the real pandemic here, it's not the freaking COVID-19. It's the fact that there are people out there feel they're, they're in their right to just go out and abuse somebody. And cause and harm. And when we're talking and cause harm and they're not just causing harm to that person that they're inflicting they're causing harm if they have children to their children they're causing harm to their family members their friends and their community it's actually quite it's disgusting and it's extremely disturbing i'm so passionate about this topic purely because i, I just think of how many men and women are just put in harm's way just because somebody feels they own them and that's what it comes down to it all comes down to ownership they feel that they own them and I don't I don't agree with it I think it's disgusting so do I feel the police did what they did to protect themselves damn straight especially if he was a known domestic violence abuser I mm. mean they didn't go to his house to that house bringing freaking lollipops and freaking minties they were going there because she called. I don't she even. Called. I don't. I don't think she called. I think the call came in from like a neighbor or something like that, because they were I obviously. I heard it came in from the house. Uh, I'm not too sure in the whole stance of it, but I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure someone from the outside called because they were. Um, they were hearing a lot of like happening going on, and they got called out for it. But a standard case like that. You lock up someone, you take them to to lock up, just give them a bit of time to cool down and then go from there. But the fact that he refused to come out, he refused to let go of her, he refused to do anything or co- cooperate with the police, um, it just shows what kind of possessiveness that this person had. And the and fact that... And they felt they had. Yeah, and just the fact that they... Uh, he's everyone's thinking that the police did wrong just because and i'm gonna go here just because of what background he has no it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered if he was blue purple fucking black white whatever the fact that he did that is the fact that the coppers did what they did and I stand for them. I think they go through enough fucking shit at the moment, especially with youth crime and everything else, which goes up to Mariba. Um, and just to have to deal with that and now cop all the abuse and threatening crap from the like the, their community, which Mariba actually isn't a Aboriginal community. It is just a township up there. A rural farming community. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of farmers up there. Yeah, there's heaps of farmers up there. Heaps. Mm. And I, I just think it's it's disgusting that they're standing, like they're trying to back this rally. It's like, what about the, the like ladies? They, like, how about the lady? Does, does anyone give a shit about that? How about the police who had the knife come at them? Like, does anyone give a shit about that? They have wives. They have husbands. They have kids. Like... What what the fuck? You're like just because one person got shot for the shit that he was doing doesn't mean that we should do this. And the truth is, the police are going to be on high alert, right? Yep. Like February, January this year, two young constables just walk up on a property in Tara, just three hours just outside of Brizzy, 
and they were shot dead, like purely shot dead. They were massacred. Yeah. So, um, they, of course, they're going to be on alert. So here they are going to a known offender, and um, and this offender has a knife or some kind of weapon, some kind of deadly weapon that can cause bodily harm, and he's gone and approached them with it. Aggressively approached him with it. Aggressively, and the guy has a body cam. So a lot of he, a lot of the the marchers are saying he didn't have a weapon on him. All right, it's like the police have mm. body cam. They're not going to turn, especially yep. nowadays. They're not going to turn around and shoot somebody and go, oh, he he had a knife, and they're like, oh no, it was just a spoon. Yeah, like they're gonna know it's what just it a spoon. is. Just gonna spoon your eye out. You know, that's that's how it works. <laughs> John Wick style, hey. Yeah. but like let's be honest like they have they have um video footage on them now so that way they can back themselves up and 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 they can prove to the community why they're doing what they're doing and they can not just the community they can prove to their superiors their supervisors their managers everything else like that why they did what they did yep exactly and i'm pretty sure that recording automatically goes to brisbane if I'm correct, because I know with breathalyzers, as soon as they take a breath test from people, that reading goes directly to the Brisbane headquarters. So then if they don't follow it up, they actually get in a lot of shit. So I'm pretty sure the recording is the same thing. So all of, all of it would have backup after backup and they'd have all this evidence to support the police of the movement that they made. And they wouldn't have gone for a kill shot. They would have gone for a shot that was meant to wound them, but unfortunately it just ended the way that it did. The truth is we don't know, and I'm not not speculating, but we don't know if he was under the influence of drugs or alcohol. We don't know his health concerns or or his health issues. So if they've shot him in the knee or the leg or the thigh or something like that, or the arm, because the truth is I would want to shoot him in the arm, just to release that um, that weapon. Hmm. It's, um, yeah, it, it there's so many other factors there. That's exactly right. And it, they could have shot for yeah. an arm and he could have just moved at the wrong time and it hit somewhere, mm-hmm. like a massive artery or something like that. Like there's all these circumstances that come to it and people aren't just thinking, they're just automatically going, oh, no, this black dude... He, he was killed, he was shot by police, this is wrong, this is pr- police brutality. And they just go directly to that. It's like, no, come on, look at everything that has happened. Look at all the evidence. Look at every sort of aspect of why it came to that, not just the fact that he got shot. Absolutely, there's so many factors to consider. And as I said, I'll, I'll continue going back to the main point why they were there. They were, they were there for domestic violence. If he if he didn't go to hit her or abuse her or yell at her or make her cry, make her scream, whatever it was, they wouldn't have been there at all. Exactly right. So let's take a little bit of ownership on the perpetrator here. So let's let let's let's put ownership where it actually belongs. Unfortunately somebody wouldn't this is what's happening in this world at the moment. Everyone's blaming the people who are trying to stand up by the consequences instead of actually blaming the person who does the offence in the first place. Ownership and accountability, responsibility. Yep. 
it's actually something that I've learned a lot of people do not take they do not take on board they do something wrong it's everybody else's fault mm. they made me they did this they did that somebody else did this what about them it's like forget about what about them mate look at yourself mm-hmm. okay. what do you think Belle you've been awfully quiet yeah sorry I'm just letting you guys talk it out <laughs> I think it's interesting <laughs> like sitting here listening to it um <laughs> But yeah, no, I definitely agree with everything that you guys are saying. I think this situation is awful, the fact that no one is seeing the situation for what it really is. This woman was held against her will. She didn't want to be there. It was domestic abuse, like, and everybody's just bypassing it. Like, what happened in America when people die in custody It was literally police brutality. This is not, like... In this circumstance. Yeah, in this circumstance, it's not. And it's really sad that everybody is not looking at, like, the victim. Because she is the victim. But they're looking at the perpetrator as the victim. And I think that's what's wrong with the world today, unfortunately. Is... The victim is somehow the bad person and the perpetrator is now the new victim. It's, and I get the whole innocent until proven guilty, but they were there for a reason. They were there because you were threatening someone else's life. You raised your hand and that's why they were there. And then you came at them and they acted how they thought yeah they acted how they were trained to act exactly and they are trained to act like that and that is what and of course they're trained to de-escalate it and everything but when someone's coming at you they are trained to take take out the threat pretty Mm. much absolutely absolutely i have a friend and that's what he does he literally goes in there he thinks of some up scenarios him and a couple of other people and they acted out for the police and the police have to come and um well the the cadets sorry have to come and they have to handle the situation and they have real life situations yeah so it'd so, be like the training this, scenarios that they do that they have to role play out absolutely mm. and, and just on that they said he said one of the hardest a lot of the cadets found the hardest training or the hardest situation was when you they would go to a guy oh yeah in this case it was a guy he had his music up loud and they knocked on it going hey mate can you turn it down and he's like yeah mate i'll turn it down goes and turns it down they walk out the building or whatnot he turns it back up and he does this several times that's actually a really difficult situation for the police to to actually handle because it's like he's being obedient when they ask but he's being disobedient when they walk away seeing like how far <laughs> yeah seeing how far they can push the buttons that's exactly what it is yes so and but yeah he was saying like that that's that's what it is like um so they go through all this vigorous training to 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 ensure that they're able to to cope and know what to do in these situations like mm. it, it's a uh, fight fight or fright um 
<laughs> fight, fight or flight. Or fight or flight. Or flight. Yes. Response. And, you know, they and need freeze. to... Yeah, they need... They can't freeze. Yeah. They can't flee, mm-hmm. so to speak. They need They need to know how to fight. They, they need to know how to think on their feet and look Quickly at that respond. situation. Yeah, and, and respond accordingly. And respond mm-hmm. to how they've been trained. That's and it. That's what we want. I'm. I'm sorry if I have somebody is um, abusing me or wanting to threatening my life. I want them to respond. Mm. I accordingly. Them, accordingly, course. I want them to fight for me. But <laughs> what, what I think the problem is is that this man is not a statistic. He is the. He has just made the victim a a statistic for domestic abuse this man wasn't in custody so he didn't die in custody no and they try to dis- dis- um, de-escalate it for four hours exactly like that is that is a really long time and it will be interesting to see if what um, the blood tox screen comes back in um, to see what actual mental and physical capacity that the perpetrator was running on, pretty much. Absolutely. Absolutely. For mm. all we know, dare I say it, the, the gentleman, he could have actually been mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been. And that's also another thing that is so, is never looked at, is the fact that People are mentally ill and some people don't know how to get help, but that still doesn't mean that you can go around and threaten other people's lives. Oh, so doesn't mean you commit violence against your partner or your no. ex-partner or your fam or a family member. Like it's like, no, yeah, not appropriate. And it's get been, help. it's been happening too often lately, like that um, wife and her kids where the father actually killed them and burnt them in the car. Like shit. Like oh, I'll, that. I'll give you another. I'll give you another um, piece of. What do you call it? Um, an example. An example. The those three teenage, really young teenage girls that decided to torture that other teenage girl for fucking four hours and then post about it online and mm. giggling about it. And now, the girl that did it. And who's the main perpetrator is now in witness protection because people want to do the exact same thing to her. One of the girls got jumped. And I don't know what happened to the other one. She's probably in witness protection too. Like, four hours they abused this poor girl for. What I want to know is that that house that they abused the girl was abandoned and it was a Queensland Housing Commission house. We're in a freaking house shortage. Why was that house freaking vacant? That's my question. Yeah, that's actually a really good question, especially if it was and a I housing commission. It was a, a house, a Queensland Housing Commission house. Why was that vacant? We have mums, we have dads out there, we have grandmas, aunties and everything else like that wanting houses for their families. And here's a perfectly good house in the Sunshine Coast, vacant. I'm like, come on, like this is bullshit. And, like, they lured her there. I'm sorry. That this is, is what's wrong with the world. That, like, who in their right mind find 
two other like-minded people to torture someone your own age. Serial killers do it all the time. It's it's just fucked. Like, this poor girl. And now they're, like, the girls who did it are in witness protection. I'm like, I mean, I get it. and But the, now there's talk that they won't be prosecuted. And I'm like, no, what? No, they'll be prosecuted. They have yeah, to Yeah, they have to be. How old well, were they, though? So... 14. 14. Mm, they... Juvie. Mm, Juvie. Yeah. They, uh, they probably... Then, uh, they break uh, it much. Which I also think is bullshit. If you can laugh and torture and, torture. and post about it... Capture. Yeah. Hold somebody against their will. Another human being, then oh. you should... And, and my favourite thing, do you know what it was over? No. Take a stab in the dark. A guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course yeah. it was over a fucking guy. Yep, son. And I'm thinking the 14, 15-year-old guy. Like, seriously, girls. On the, seriously. On the Sunshine Coast, they're probably a surfer as well. Seriously. Mm. Still fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. And that's what I mean. There's all of these examples of all of this horrible things happening and these perpetrators are getting away with it getting away with it or or right now i think the way the media is portraying it oh we got to feel sorry for these girls now now they're becoming the victim damn straight damn straight they should be fucking coming the victim they shouldn't have done you it can't in the first turn place around and go out there and abuse somebody torture somebody and hold who somebody captive for... where oh, the fuck are their where parents are they? And yeah. one of the parents is trying to say that, oh, an older gentleman told my daughter to do this. Uh, no. Well, what are you doing no. letting, him talk to, letting her talk to an older gentleman? The like, only you're not to blame here. The only time I would let my kids hit someone is if they hadn't thrown the first punch. Self-protection. Yeah. Self-protection. And I will happily sit at a school. Hey. Self-defense. Yeah, self-protection. Self-defense. Same, same. 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 <laughs> uh, but I'd happily sit at the school if my kids got suspended because they punched another kid for punching them. Or if uh, my son, Prue, was protecting his daughter, uh, like his sister, not daughter, my daughter, his sister, like if she was getting picked on and getting punched or picked on like that, I'd fucking definitely stand up for my kids for defending that. No, no, no so qualms had- about it. I had two of those those exact same situations happen to my children. So first one is my little preppy at the time. Um, some guy was picking on his sister in grade three. My little preppy um, decided he's going to take matter into his own hands and go and Yeah, I can him. see that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. And then, then he's sitting in front of the after-school teacher, after, yeah, the after-school Care. care teacher and sitting there going to a oh but my dad said my dad said I'm there <laughs> to look to look after my sister and that's what I have to do it's my job to do that <laughs> and I'm and I'm, so I had to go and pick him up and I've just gone oh yep yeah lucky the teacher was ha- like she knew us and she's like look I had to explain that um we are when Bella is here she um she's with 
under my care and then it's my turn to um <laughs> to, to make to look after her and make sure she's okay so it was actually really difficult to explain it considering we drummed it into him all about got to look after your sister and um and then my daughter some over a boy um she was like 15 mm. and some some little hussy uh -oh. pulls her in the toilet and put, starts pulling her hair. Now, my daughter's grown up with two two boys. Wait. I thought she was, like, pulling your nah. hair and stuff. Okay, okay, I'll take this one over. So. You were lucky you weren't grounded. I was never going to be grounded. Um, so it kind of happened, it happened all at lunchtime. Anyway, I was kind of getting the shits because she was being uh, rude to someone that I was, like, had a crush on seeing at the time anyway and then she said something about my mum oh god was it how fabulous i am and i lost my shit and i was like what it did must you say how fabulous i am and then she swung at me and then there was me against all her friends and we were in the middle and we had a go at it i have to say bella doesn't just have a go at it Bella throws fisticuffs like a guy, purely because she has two brothers. We're both box had boxing training, my husband and I. So at the end of the day, we expect our people to shape up. Oh, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Oh, I did. Oh, I bet. <laughs> we definitely did. So I, I think one of the things... I always say it, and I know people will ridicule me and everything else like that, but I think there's only one way to stop a bully. Be a bully back. Hit defend, on. No, defend yourself. Defend yourself. <laughs> like, that you actually, whether it's verbally or physically, there's only one way to stop a bully. If they're going to physically hit you, you actually need to go back at them. If they're going to verbally abuse you, you need to actually go back at them. Yeah. Sorry, but that's the oh, and and it's it, it takes a lot of balls, it takes a lot of guts, it, it takes so much to actually do it. But when they do it, the bully majority of the time leaves them alone. Most of the time. So I wish I knew that. At most school. of the time. Yeah, didn't it's, know much of that. Yeah. <laughs> Cut away. Oh look, I, I um, I didn't. I got smart mouth. I was always in trouble. So, do we want to wrap it up for today's episode? We do. Alrighty, with that being said, thank you for tuning in to Chats Over Wine. We really appreciate you listening and providing us with feedback. Please follow us on our socials at Chats Over Wine on Instagram and send us an email to chatsoverwine1 at gmail.com. We are looking forward to your questions and thoughts. If you would like more information on this episode, please look at the show notes and don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Until next time, we are going to love you and leave you Mel, Cat, and Belle. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.